You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. So welcome to the third and final hour of uh, the Talking Point here on SAFM. That song that <clears throat> you just heard is called Ndikli Dike and it follows Inklizi Yoyam. It's time for the wind down. Those two songs are from Nokolo City. City? City? City. Yes. Ma, ma, there we go. Uh, Seti, <laughs> uh, who's described as an Afro-Soul and jazz musician uh, born in Cape Town. Uh, <clears throat> she's shared stages with many famous musicians around the country and really made a name for herself. And uh, we're here to, to to hear her story and uh, hear her music. As I said, uh, the Dick Dick is from the second album. Yes, it is. The album that was produced by Victor Masondo. Yes, that one. And uh, the first one was that from the first album. This very album. Already. This very album. The second one, yeah. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are nice you? Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. So, I mean, where did this music bug thing catch you? Ooh, I think, uh, yeah, I was a child. Like, from four years old, I was already singing on on big stages in church because my father identified the gift very early on. Yeah. So I've always... So it was someone in your family who identified the gift. Yeah. 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 So when, when did you meet the gift? Ooh, that's because a good that, that, that somebody says you have a gift does yes, not necessarily mean it you, you, it sort of registers with you. When did you meet the gift Actually, and, and make that connection and realize, well, this thing <sighs> is mine? Back in the day, uh, during my uh, church and choir and community choir days, Mm -hmm. like everywhere, someone actually asked me once, um, will you ever do this professionally? Mm -hmm. But I was in Cape Town. I was a child. I wasn't Mm -hmm. even thinking that far. So I was like, no, what do you mean? No, I just sing because I can and I love singing. Mm -hmm. But later when I moved to Johannesburg, uh, I met Steve Gagana many mm-hmm. years ago. He actually immediately put me in a studio. I um, recorded a Sutu song. Mm-hmm. I had, I did no No, <laughs> I had no, I couldn't. Okay. Uh, and there I was for the first time in a professional studio. I'm doing a a, a song with the legend, and yeah. it's in Sutu. <laughs> but we did it. That was my first experience. So what's that feeling like? The mm. the the sort of knowing that um, seemingly I have something to offer. Mm. People, uh, even who are professionals in the space recognize it as something that is worth offering Mm. to uh, the world and I'm going in I'm throwing myself in there Mm. and I have aspirations then to Mm. play in this music space Mm. Uh, uh, (laughs) you don't really think about it like that it's Mm. a gift Uh, But for you, it's so natural. You mm. just—it's something that you're passionate about. You just love doing. You wake up in the morning, you sing. You're mm. sitting in a dinner table, you're singing, and your mother's telling you stop singing, uh, eat your your lunch, eat your dinner. But you're always just singing, so you don't really think that far as to say, "Ooh, I have a voice." Ooh, they want me to. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You just. If, I so, was just so, so growing up in Cape mm, Town. Mm. You grew up in Cape Town. What are your musical influences? What what were you listening to outside <laughs> of church and 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 uh, the church hymns that uh, uh, you sang whenever you went to church? I will say Brenda Fassi. Really? Yes. Did you know Brenda her? Fassi, Did you meet her? I 
actually did because yeah. she used to come to our street at Kukuletu, oh, wow. oh, to one wow. of the houses there. I think she had a family member there. So oh, wow. someone would just scream and be like, Brenda's here. And we would all run to us. I'd listen. Oh, and wow. she would entertain us a little bit. Yes. And then we would form groups. Me, da, 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 la, da, tea. And there would be dance groups and everything. So I would say she was my my personal first um like so did, did she in any way influence a desire for superstardom? Because yes, Brenda Fassi wasn't just a singer, she oh was a superstar. God. And I think she was the first superstar that a lot of African children, uh, South African children mm. grew up uh, uh, seeing. Mm. And they realized this is the potential, this is the pinnacle, this is where I can be. Absolutely, absolutely. Because even now, family members and friends, like I said, my father identified the gift early on. Mm-hmm. So they would call you Brenda Fassi around the house. Oh, Brenda, come and, and sing. Here's family members, they want you to sing. You know, you become, so you get excited. You get start thinking, oh, maybe one day, I don't know. But, <laughs> I, I, but she has that kind of, she had that kind of influence. Yet. So I ask you at what point you find the gift, because I'm asking myself, at what yeah. point did you start to charge them? Even the family members. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> it's a service, isn't it's it? A good, it's a but, service. <laughs> You're singing. You're offering a service. I think later on, yes. Later like on, once you, you start recording professionally, then you know, okay, now I need to charge. Okay. <laughs> they can't but sing for free anymore. You're, we're here now. Yes. A, a, and we're talking about you being an Afro soul and jazz uh, musician. Yeah. Uh, because I'm, I'm assuming there's a point at a prof- in the professional journey where, mm. y- you know, you have to choose a door. Uh, you know, you have to say, I'm going to make, I'm a piano, I'm going to make Afro soul, mm. or I'm going to make uh, Stratamia, uh, or I'm going to make. Uh, whatever else and the door that you opened was Afro Soul and Jazz tell me why I feel like it's not a door that I opened that one I think it's a door that opened itself within me because the kind of music that comes to me um, is this kind of music I can't even tell you what genre it is really because sometimes we put it under like pop and then we say okay it's soulful okay it's soulful jazz it's, it's African soul it's African jazz I can't really say I have I decided, okay, I'm gonna do Stratamia, yeah. I'm gonna do but you will find all these influences. It's like what Whitney Houston said. She yeah. said I sing. Yeah. I remember when she was once accused of singing too white and and she was saying, I don't you know what now. what it means to sing too white there or too black. There you I, go. I I, I just I sing. sing. I sing. So I let, write, I sing. Oh you write? I do. What's that process like? It it's different every day. It's different, but mostly when I'm happy during the day or whatever, something has just uplifted me, a song will just come to me, a tune will come to me, and then I will recognize it, get my phone, record it on my phone, and work on it later. So let's talk about the writing of the two songs that we played uh, today. You say Mm -hmm. they're from, because you've got two albums, Yes, right? You say they're they're from the second album. Mm -hmm. Uh, What sort of evolution happened between album one and album two? And what influenced the writing of the ones that we've played already? My goodness. (laughs) Keiji. Um... It's it's quite the difference between the two albums is quite big really because it took me some time to release again. Mm. So the the difference if you listen to them it's like it's 
Yeah, they're quite different because of the spaces that I was, you know, in uh, uh, um, the space I was in during Isingli and the space that I'm in now is a grown up 40 something year old um, woman who's experienced now mm-hmm. music, who's performed uh, quite a lot. So it's quite different. And also because I've I worked with um, different producers mm-hmm. because they also influence the sound more than just your composition. Who was the first producer? The first Guys, I worked with just two guys, Bafanangosi yeah. and Oli uh, Tabete, mm-hmm. people that I knew from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one, it's Bravek. So it's like they're totally Victor Masonda, the bassist. Yes. 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 And he also played bass throughout this whole album, by mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. um, more than just producing. Mm-hmm. Him and I, I like I've, I've known him for over 20 something years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had agreed many years ago that one day we will uh, do an album together. Mm-hmm. But then it has taken us this long to actually, you know, listen to my new compositions and, and put this album together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we can't uh, be oblivious to the fact that you also come here on the day that uh, Zahara has a memorial service in um East London, okay. uh, and Zahara has uh, uh, made a huge imprint uh, mm. uh, and legacy in the South African musical landscape. Mm. What mm. did you meet, and what were your thoughts when you heard that she had passed? I met Zahara some years ago at Birchwood Hotel. Yes. I had a, a, a performance there. I was actually the second act before her. There was another lady, it was myself and her. Yeah. Um. So I can't say, though, I had a personal relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I just saw her. Mm-hmm. She was with her entourage and everything, superstar and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the song that, when I think of Zahara, I think of the song, um, mm-hmm. Like, that is it because of the message? It is. Mm. Like, it, it, it is. Like, it hits me every time I listen to that song because it's so empowering. It's so uplifting. Mm. I love music like that. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm, I'm a sucker for uplifting and positivity. So is that where, where you find yourself when you do your writing? When you yes. do your own uh, musical writing, you reflect? and uplifting. Uh, yes, totally, I would say. So I want to play the song now. Um, mm. uh, just in case uh, you just joined us, we're talking to the artist Nokolo Siti. Uh, she is described as an Afro soul and jazz musician uh, born in Cape Town. She's shared stages with many famous musicians. Who have you shared stages with? <laughs> Zahara, Zahara, first of all. Yes. <laughs> I think I've mentioned Steve yes. Kikara. Um, Oh Did you end up performing at any place uh, uh, live together with, uh, Steve, with Steve No, no. Oh. I just remember us doing a, a, a TV shoot together okay. of that song. Okay. Yeah. And so well, you were really talking. You were live. telling me who you've shared stages with. Uh, Zahara. Zahara. Yes. Uh, I read somewhere that you uh, uh, you uh, did something with one of my favorite uh, um, uh, pianists, Gerald Clayton. Oh. I think he is so phenomenal, but oh. also very underrated. I always say music is sometimes unfair mm. because it's not always the most talented no. ones uh, that you know that no. that make it to to the big stages or the big lights and whatever. Yeah. Tell me about Joe Clayton and that experience and what that was about. 
Um, it was a it was, there was a project an yeah. OR Tambo project uh-huh. that was being put together that was going to be released I don't know that particular year so yeah. we were brought in like a, a, a lot of musicians in the country to come and contribute in that album mm-hmm. that's when I met him and, and worked with him what like, was that like oh, humbling <laughs> why <laughs> because he's so down to earth he's so quiet and kind and very professional yeah um, but we didn't feel under pressure, yeah. you know what I mean. You're working with a superstar like that. Um, someone you know is like a musician, musician. Yeah, but do you didn't. do you consider yourself that a musician's musician? Because there's variations to the musician <laughs> thing. It's not a lie. There is variations to the musician. There's Eish. there's there's musicians, and and you can't fault anybody for how they navigate this space. Mm, there's musicians who like I want to be famous. They, yeah. you know, that's the the first thing that mm. they put up. And there's musicians who are like, you know, I want my singing or my instrument yeah. or whatever to be what stands out. Or I do. That's, uh, I want the, to I'm be Beyonce. I'm the, no, I'm not a superstar person. I'm not into fame and everything like mm-hmm. that. I'm about the music. You are about the I music. I am about the music. Speaking of the music, tell mm. me about Ndikela Mans. Elements, this album is about my return into the music industry, right? The uh-huh. first song in that album is Molweni, which uh-huh. was the title track. Yes. Right after that one, Dikelamans, because when you come back to your people, when you come back home uh-huh. after you've been gone for over a decade, uh-huh. you, you come in and you sit down and you say, Dikelamans. So, Dikelamans. Because you come for nurturing, you come for the love of your family and mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. and the fans and the music industry, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. This was my comeback. Okay, here's Dikela Amanzi from Nokolo City. Dikela Amanzi from uh, Nokolo City. Let's talk the musicians you worked with in the, that song, that album, that second album, uh, because I can hear the instrumentation, very high level. Of yeah. course, it will be Victor Masondo as the producer. Mm. Tell me who you chose to work with. Mm. <laughs> we actually sat down and we he, we put out names, mm-hmm. you know, because some of them I knew personally. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we sat and we agreed on, on, on a number of them. The, on piano, though, you have um, Mark Fransman from Cape Town. I love Mark Fransman. Yes, he yes. came all the way to record this album, wow. if I may say so. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't know him. Bravik, okay. Bravik works with him. Okay, on drums, Pelelo Mazibuko, who mm-hmm. I knew, I chose. Uh, saxophone, it's Songe Konti, mm-hmm. who I feel is just the, the one of the phenomenal. best saxophonists oh in the country. Oh my god, I yes. cannot stop listening to Songe yes. on any track that yes. he plays on. Yes, just want him to play and play and play. Yes. Um, on uh, guitar, mm-hmm. we have uh, Tejo mm-hmm. Tifo. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I'm saying his surname correctly. I always think when I say his name, but mm-hmm. it's it's Tifo. Mm-hmm. He also is just an incredible guitarist. Mm-hmm. Um, I was meeting him for the first time personally. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have to mention Uputlali. Tlali Yes. Because it had been my dream to work with Utlali for many years. I've watched him. Uh, I've been on stage with him. So having him there in the studio, that day was like a holy day for me, watching him through the screen, playing my music, because I connect with anyone who plays like from their soul. Like he's very spiritual. I'm a very spiritual performer myself. So that was a dream come true. What does that mean, being a spiritual performer? (sighs) Yo... Take your time. <laughs> uh-huh. 
uh-huh. it's the connection that I have with the music. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm I'm a very shy person, uh-huh. like outside of stage. Uh-huh. It's I only come alive when I'm doing music or Sasha I'm on fierce. stage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it's my spiritual connection. It's yes. how I even connect with it's people. It's how you come alive. Yes. yes. So if you watch Uptale on stage, mm-hmm. um, and you see where, like, he now, okay, now he's gone. He's not, he's physically here with us, but spiritually, like, he's elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That's the connection I'm talking about. Yeah. So, that I mean, kind of connection. What is uh, the ultimate ambition? Because it's a tough space, the jazz space yes. for yes. Uh, uh, South African musicians. I it mean, is. right down to venues. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the aren't even here in Joburg where you and I are having this conversation from mm. somebody was saying to me you can count with you know your you your, your one hand, one hand. Uh, the the number one of hand. venues yeah. that you know uh, uh, allow for uh, sort of jazz musicians to mm. have full expression there's mm. a lot of jazz musicians and there's uh, fighting for sp- uh, space mm. for time um, radio only dedicates one day a week yes. uh, for example to uh, that kind of music so mm. everybody is holding on uh, to make sure that they get uh, their 10 seconds in uh, mm. you know uh, against everybody else where mm. uh, uh, you know what do you think we're doing right we're doing wrong mm. where where do you as a musician feel uh, you know we should go with the the jazz music in South Africa today <sighs> this conversation is <laughs> always really like painful um, because in Johannesburg, even when you have venues that you think, okay, we have Orbit, yeah. okay, we have, and then before in a you couple know of months, before you know it's gone. I wanted to launch at Orbit this album. I was fuck for months. I knew, okay, I'm going to Orbit to launch this album because yeah. I had been there for so many times. Yes, and you liked it. I had it. my vision. Yes, I did. Yes. So I'm just mentioning one of them that just closes down. Yeah. And then in September, I was in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. I had you know a little tour there. There's way much more. Space is there for musicians to come and express themselves, Mm -hmm. but they're not so well paid. Mm. So you don't know. There's many challenges. Yes. You go elsewhere, it's something else. It's different. Johannesburg, yes, we fight for, like you you pray, you you, you speak to people, you contact even fellow musicians. Bruh, please hook me up. I want to go perform it untitled. And then you know, like, at the no, basement. Yeah. Listen, I yeah. want to be there. Like, with everything I am, that space is just so beautiful. Yeah. But you have to wait. The list is yeah. is long. And there's names, like, that are already known in the industries. But So, obviously, they will choose, the, choose those names. So, yeah. you get patient. Yeah. You pray. <laughs> so, what are you like on on, sta- on on stage? Outside of being your your, your Sasha Fierce, uh, <laughs> you, you, you speak of uh, the spiritual connection yes. with... Uh, audiences so you bring on a full band who who makes up uh what kind of musicians uh, sort of make up your band and what happens when you most of the musicians that i mentioned already yeah i play with you play you play with them live. i do i play with them live and and when was the last time you played live september in cape town so i have a band now in cape town okay they were incredible. Yeah. I don't want to lie. So you're, 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 you have a resident Cape Town band. Yes. Who makes up the resident Cape Town the band? The leader there is Nathan Karoulis. Yes. He's the guitarist. I met him this side. He hey, came Nathan. To, he came to play yeah. <laughs> this side. So he's the main guy. And then you have Craig Potrider on bass. 
I wish I can. Uh, yeah, I forgot the other two. But when you right when now. you when you get together, you gel phenomenally. Oh my God, they yeah. blew me away. You spoke at the beginning of our interview of your family. Yes. And and uh, how it was your father yes. who discovered your gift even mm. before you discovered your gift. Yes. Is he proud now? Where he's late, but I know he's proud. He's proud. Yes. In you... my in my first gig in in Cape Town in September, my sister called me and said, "Dad was at your performance." Oh like wow. Like she saw him because she she's you know she's one of those. Yes. <laughs> she's yes. A, yeah. So she called and said, "Dad was there." Uh, but but in the in the in the place where you grew up, you know the mm. street that you spoke oh, to me about, yeah. where you said Brenda Fassi would come yes. and all the little kids would mm. uh, gather around her. Mm. Are they proud of you? Are they proud, proud of? Um, very proud. Someone actually went to my mom. I was doing some interview elsewhere, and uh, she went to my mom a day later. She's uh-huh. like, "I think I heard your daughter on radio yesterday. Yeah, tell her we're so proud of her. Oh wow! Tell her like, like we can't believe it. Yeah, but we can, but we can't. Like, thank you, and she must push on. She must wow. keep at it. So let, let's talk about the body of work in mm. uh, Molweni, the mm. the the second album. Uh, and and what distinguishes it uh, from the body of work in e? Um, like I said before, I feel like the the performer that performed in Isini uh-huh. was a much younger, younger, yeah, much quieter, much like way too shy than I am at yeah. the moment. Yeah. So it comes across in the music. Yeah. And I was still, you know, finding my feet and even my writing skill. I wasn't as confident uh-huh. uh, as I am right now. And that comes across in the music. This music is Molweni. Molweni is vibrant. Mm-hmm. Molweni, I wasn't, yes, I wrote even all the songs in Isingi and I wrote all the songs in this one. Mm-hmm. But I I feel I feel like I knew what I was doing with this one a little bit better because first of all I went to a vocal school now so mm. my confidence you know which uh, vocal school did in, you go in to in Centurion uh-huh. in Centurion which is where you know I live yeah. uh, I lived so and then I picked up a guitar so uh-huh. oh, some you of play the, the song guitar. I play the acoustic guitar oh wow so, six string yes wow so it's different like I'm a match much hoard. richer musicians yes. Yes. wow wow yes. so the the, the, the that uh, um that gap uh that that happened uh you know the the absence that you took mm. in, in in the music industry mm. a- and you say when when you came back after that gap you found as a musician you were a musician who was connected more deeply to your yeah. roots as a the as a as a musician, yeah, and a person, and a person, yes. are those uh, roots in the music? Mm. Uh, I mean, the roots of where you come from, your kosaness. Yes. Um, there's many, there's many uh, kosa sort of intonations that I hear in music. I hear it in Shane Cooper, for example, with mm. Mabuta. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's a something a sound that's very distinct mm. uh, to the kosa people. Tell mm. me if you inculcate some of that in the music. I think naturally, I do. Naturally. I don't think about it. Wow. I think naturally. And when I go into writing in Kosa, it's much more um, easier for me. Like I get excited. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, we have a caller. Chantel in Kimberley. Hi, Chantel. Hello, my beautiful Queen KG. How are you, my angel face? How are you, uh, Chantel? I can't complain, my queen. You know what? I always follow you wherever you go. I'm a first-time caller. Welcome. <laughs> I feel at home because since this morning you were talking about gifts, you were talking about beautiful 
things, Queen. I even spoke to a lady producer. I said, you know what? I want to give Queen. Queen KG, thank you for always being there for us. Thank you for always motivating us. I'm there with you weekends, but let's go to a legend in the studio. Chantelle, your line has let us down. Queen, what's wrong? Are you able to move to a spot where we can hear you? Because your line is dipping in and out. Chantelle? Chantelle? I think her line let us down. Maybe they... uh, they try and call her mm. back. We're going to go to a quick commercial break and then come back. Uh, hopefully, Chantel will be back on the line and then we'll come back with another song from uh, Nokolo in a short while. The Friday Wind Down. Kick off your weekend the right way. Nokolo City, described as an Afro soul and jazz musician born in Cape Town, is uh, part of our wind down. She has shared the stage with many famous musicians around the country. And uh, we're here to talk about her latest album offering called Molweni. Chantel, I hope we can hear you now in Kimberley in the Northern Cape. Hi, Chantel. No? No, Chantel still? Hi, guys. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to a song. Me. Yes. So who would you like to work with that you haven't worked with up to now? By the way, tell your guitarist that he's amazing. I will. <laughs> I will. Um, I'd like to work with Mandy Sikyankis. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. That's a movement met, there. I haven't even met him yet. But You've never met him? No, I haven't yet. Wow. I want to work with that guy. Like, yeah. I heard his song... What is it? Dimtanda Nome Vuga. Yes. Elala. From the first album. Yes. Goodness. That day when I heard that song, like, yeah. I want to work with this guy. But you know what is impeccable about Mandisi Kyanjis? Because mm. there's many influences uh, that I hear when I hear Mandisi Kyanjis. I hear uh, um, um, uh, church uh, yes. influence. Yes. And uh, he re- he redefines it uh, to, he sort of Africanizes it mm. I- I- in the way uh, that suits him. And I think that mm. African musicians, African mm. jazz musicians, mm. have permission and leeway in a way they previously mm. never had to mm. just go wherever they want to go. Mm. And we're here and we mm. receive. Mm. So you want to work with Mandisi Yankees? I yes. hear, I hear. I was telling you about the the sound, the be- what, yes, the beat, Sing, the rhythm, rhythmic um, sound of you know the Kosa music specifically. So it's something that's innate or do you insist to the producer that you no, want that? I know. I think he hears it when I, you know, when I give them the song like this and then the, this is the first thing that jumps out Yeah. Uh, to them, I think. And the album is on all the streaming services. It is. is it both of them? Uh, that both are on of the, them. Uh, that both. Are... So what I did also, I re-released Isin now under my own company. Okay. So both albums are out there. Yeah. Uh, what is the ambition? I just want to be the best that I can be. I want to connect with as many people as I can in the world with my gift. With your own gift. My gift. And uh, for you to interpret uh, the African music yes, your way. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so where, where do you where, do you, do you have uh, aspirations to collaborate with anyone internationally? Internationally. Ooh. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> but that one. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I don't have a name. I like I, I like that uh, your aspirations are to connect with people locally. I think that First, that in itself yeah. uh, is amazing. First. Listen, thank you. Nice to meet you. It was nice to meet Congratulations you. Congratulations <laughs> on uh, your two album offerings. Thank you so much. Katie. And well done on the music thank and holding uh, the flag up for South African jazz music yes. in South Africa. And we look forward to sharing your gift with many other people mm. uh, on on the platforms that mm. we have. And thank you for coming through. Thank you so much for having me. It was uh, an honor to meet you, first of all. Um, I'm really honored. Thank you. I'm humbled. <laughs> thank you. It really was. Thank, thank you for you. coming. I appreciate it. So thank you to uh, uh, Lebo uh, Musou and Tabiseng Chilwana, the producers of the show. It's been an interesting week. Uh, we can say that. And uh, may everybody have a fantastic Christmas. We're here, uh, even on uh, Christmas Day. Keep it SFM at all times. Don't forget later on the Full Circle with Bridget Masinga. And at midday, Sakina Kamwendo comes through with uh, update at noon. Uh, there is a short voice note for Nokolo. Uh, let's hear it before we go.